Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Whose Pussy Is It? The ingredients you need are two shots of gin, some Contro, a splash of fresh lemon juice, egg whites are optional. I probably wouldn't use the egg whites. I'm not a big fan of eggs. Some sugar syrup, just a dash. And the way you're going to make a Whose Pussy Is It? is shake all the ingredients with ice, followed by a shake without ice. Add the lemon zest if you'd like. And there you have it. A Whose Pussy Is It? I don't know. Girl, well, mine belongs to me, okay? <laughs> and no one else. Anyway, welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussions. You guys, how was your week? My week was busy, like it has been. Um, it was it was good. I'm not going to lie. Monday, the Monday that we were off, that was Labor Day or Memorial Day? Labor Day. Um, Labor, Labor Day, Day yeah. Uh, it kind of put me behind. I really enjoyed that Labor Day and took it all off mm-hmm. and it put me behind on a lot of things. But all in all, I'm grateful. I got to celebrate my sister's birthday and virtually and then my brother's birthday, which was September 11th. Um, it was a pretty good week. How was yours? Happy belated. Thank you. Um, my week was good. I had uh, celebrated my birthday over the weekend. Um, some friends and family came in and surprised me. So that was nice. I've seen, I saw one of my friends who I haven't seen like in person in the flesh in a couple of years. So that was good. We spent a lot of time together. He just left today. Mm. My mom just left today. Mm. Um, and I'm glad that they were able to stay for a really long time. Um, because it's just, uh, it's hard now because I had gotten used to being able to see everybody more often and, that doesn't happen anymore. So it was just, it was nice. I had an amazing weekend, a great birthday, full of surprises, full of Mm -hmm. love. I had a great time. And then also, um, I did some things with, uh, food lifestyle TV, black restaurant week was, um, when you get here, when you guys hear this, it was a few weeks ago, but make sure you check them out online. They have social media profiles. There's a website and they do different, um, black restaurant weeks across the country. So wherever you are, there's probably one um, close to you or maybe just in your state and some of the states that have a fewer black owned restaurants. And they partnered up with Food and Lifestyle TV that I've been working with throughout the summer. And we're getting ready to do some stuff for the next season of shows, the next round of shows. I'm really excited about it. They have some new deals where they um, they've created these new like, uh, you know, how the smart TVs have the app like Roku, Mm -hmm. Apple TV and stuff like that. So now they're going to be on there. And so we're going to be doing some different things on there. And um, I'm just really excited about it. Um, So if you know, you guys are into food at all, there's going to be an opportunity coming up uh, where we'll be picking some different chefs to um, come on to Dragonfire Kitchen. If you follow my Instagram, you may have seen it. It's kind of like chopped a little bit, but different. It's younger. It's more fun. Lots of talent. So that was great. What's one of your favorite black restaurants in Atlanta? Rock South. Oh, I've never been there. I don't think. Have you Mm -hmm. been? It's so good. I actually just had it today. Um, That was the last place that I got from my mom and Thomas before they What kind of food? And when I... 
Um, I would say it's mostly Southern, but they have um, a few different things. Like they have some curry dishes on there. They have oxtail. They have like just some regular American things, but it's super tasty. They have a bar. They do a brunch on Sundays, I want to say, but that one is probably my favorite right now. It's just been so consistently good. But yeah, I had a, I had a great time working with them we did a little thing last night it was a lot of fun the chefs ended up like doing some impromptu cooking um was my boy yeah, chef rocky it, there? But I, my my friend chef no. rocky he does a lot of work with them mm-hmm. you know yeah i've met him no he wasn't okay. there uh-uh. cool. yeah but i will tell you guys more about um the birthday festivities like in great detail and some of the other things that have happened over the past couple of days um, on the bonus episode. I guess when you guys hear this, that bonus episode will come out Monday and there will be a clip in the show. But yeah, make sure you guys sign up on Patreon. So we've been putting out some some good stuff. We have. This, this past Monday, mm-hmm. I really was sucking dick. <laughs> yeah, oh, you were. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, did that make you feel nervous? <laughs> I was so nervous. Really? Why? I'm I'm just worried about like the facial expressions, like when I'm actually doing it. I wasn't nervous about like it being seen. It was just like, what am I looking uh-huh. like? How do I? You look? don't really get to watch yourself yeah. sucking dick unless you're, you know, filming yourself, which I don't do. Y'all know I'm mm-hmm. not trying to end up on CNN. <laughs> Kiki, I love this new look Girl. that you have, though. I love this. Thank you. Um, I was talking to the chick, uh, Slay, who does my hair. And I was like, what should I do next? Um, and she was like, do a bob. I said, I've done that before. I don't know if I want to, but I'm glad that I did. And then got my hair darker. Um, it's taken some getting used to. I feel like I look pale. She was like, you're going to feel like that for like a week mm. or two. That's what she said. Like in comparison, I feel like the the dark, the contrast, it's just drastic. But I love it. We'll see what the next look is going to be. I don't know. Hey guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, please excuse my appearance. If you're listening, good. We had an excellent time celebrating this week, the month of September. Awesome birthdays, lots of friends in town, and I hope that you enjoy the snippet from the most recent bonus episode with my friend Candice. Take a listen. Remember when you used to tell me about the guy at the library? Yeah. What happened to him? Girl, he... Because you were so like enamored by him. I don't have the same level of attraction for him that I did back then. His looks have changed. She's a model now. Your demons dance together. That's not good. That's a volatile relationship. No, it was toxic, but it was to the way that you could tolerate him and he could tolerate you. Yeah, we could tolerate each other, but that was not good. The flaws of you. I mean, obviously now it's horrible, but you get what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't even say horrible. It's just like tiresome. You know, like you get... When you're not trying to entertain all the bullshit, when that shit's not fun to you, going to the strip club every night, like, I want that money, nigga. Why are we throwing it at these bitches? Eight and over a decade are different. Eight and ten is splitting hairs. Whatever. Okay. That's not over a decade. That is a decade. It doesn't matter. I see him a couple times a year. It's not that big of a deal. I have fucked a lot of other people. This is why people be thinking I like you. I know. But... When it's not about sex, it's crickets. There's nothing there. There's no but I didn't deeper mean it like connection. So it's like that's part of it. Neither one of us wants something more serious from the other. If you want to hear the full episode and listen to more of Candace's uh, revision of history, <laughs> please check it out. And in two weeks, you will get part two. Now let's get back to the show. 
You said a man is not a necessity, a man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. Sex. Okay, so you guys, a lot of y'all have been sending me this story about the man shooting somebody or killing somebody who from the rectal exam, the prostate exam. Thanks for sending this story. I'm still doing some fact checking on that because sometimes you guys send me these stories and they're wild and they're crazy, but it's satire. And I haven't been able to find it on like a credible source, but I will share it with you guys next week if it's a real story. Um, otherwise, don't worry about it. But I found uh, somebody had sent me two of those incest stories and I just find it so crazy how these people continue to fall in love and have sex with their family members. Like, it's just amazing. So there was a story and um, this woman, for whatever reason, not sure why it wasn't published in the articles that I read or in her video testimony. This woman had been separated from her son for like 19 years and somehow they reconnected and they're getting to know each other. They're building a relationship. They're doing all of this stuff. And how about they start sleeping together. They start dating. They're having a relationship. They're telling each other that they love each other. And the whole way that they even started the conversation, like they're getting to know each other because they're reunited. She's like, you know, I know I'm your mom. I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm starting to fall in love with you. And he tells her, well, I'm glad you said something because I feel the same way. Oh, Jesus. And I was just like wait what so then she said her neighbors found out the family found out the kids not talking to her the um the neighbors are calling the police that is illegal i tell y'all that every time we do one of these incest stories but the the even more wild part to this story was i'm reading the comments because i've seen the story on some different websites and then i'm looking at it on instagram there were so many people who were defending the situation and i just thought it was really wild and crazy. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I want you to leave a comment and tell me what you thought about this. If you're seeing a clip on um, Instagram, leave a comment and let us know what you think about this. Because I personally think I it's crazy. I don't get it. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. He's Girl, I reading, inside of you. Yeah, I used to, I, was, I started reading all of these articles about like, the psychology behind it, how this happens when, you know, family members have been separated for a long time. This happens with adopted children, sometimes when they find their biological parents or siblings or whatever else. But whatever it is, I know uh, the cocktails crew better not be doing that. Um, no, don't do it. But anyway, that was weird sex. Shout out to everybody who sent me that story because that was another really big one that like y'all were flooding my messages with. I appreciate it. It was just wild. So keep sending the stories in either to cocktails.atl.gmail.com or DM them directly to me at Kiki Said So. You guys, we have a special guest. One of our listeners actually sent you sent us her page and they're like, check her out. Her name is Kenya K. Stevens. She has two husbands. We have her on Cocktails Dirty Discussions today. <laughs> is that my claim to fame? Welcome, now? welcome. Oh my God. I yes. Because you know what's crazy? <laughs> a lot of the people who come on the show, we've had other polyamorous um 
people, relationships on here. But we haven't had anybody who has a husband and a boyfriend or anything like that. It's the men who are in these different relationships. So it's going to be like refreshing to see a woman who has these multiple relationships with different men. Absolutely. Yes. I'm excited to talk about mm -hmm. it. But what questions do y'all have about it? I mean, a lot of women are in this scenario. They just don't say anything. I just so happen to say it. Yeah, Why do you think they don't say anything? Why do you because think most women don't? They're ashamed, honey. They don't want to say that they are sensual. They're sexual. They have needs. They desire more than just a boring life with one partner. And I'm not to say that if you have one partner, you're going to be bored. I'm just saying that there's literally a chemical cocktail in your brain that every time you have sex, it goes down. So if you're with somebody sleeping in the same bed with them for a year, two years, three years, the sex is different. From the first time to that third year, I I, I, don't, I wasn't told that. No one told me that when I got married, and I was disheartened mm. when that happened in my relationship with my husband. I called mm. my mother. I said, "Mom, he doesn't even want to have sex with me. He's not even having." Sex. How far into your relationship did that happen? That I've been married for twenty five years, so that was when I was twenty one. Mm -hmm. From about age 21, mm -hmm. my entire 20s, I was confused about sex. I said, how are women in these relationships? Soon as you marry your husband, Ooh. the sex decreases, which is fine. But mm. I have a very, uh, I, I have, I'm an actor. Is it? I'm a dancer. Is it fine? Have you, have you been married? <laughs> have y'all been no, married? No, I don't want the, okay. no, I don't want the sex to decrease. <laughs> Nope. No, we're saying, is it fine? Because we don't think it's fine to not be having sex. Like if, like we, the three of us love to have sex, obviously. Right. It's, and so it's not okay. It's not okay. To not be having sex. It is not okay. And so when I told my mom, she said, well, girl, put some porn on us. I said, porn, this is my husband. Is this going to happen for the rest of my life? And no one tells women this. They only tell girls, sit still, don't have sex, close your legs, find the one who's going to purchase you. At the right, whatever, mm. respect price or whatever. At the right price. And then you should be happy mm. with them for your life. And that's true. I'm happy with my husband. But I like also my freedom. So I have both. Mm -hmm. So how did you, um, how did you open up your relationship um, with him? Like, what was that convo like? Well, the conversation started really when we got married. Uh, he did say that he was interested in polygyny. I said polygyny, that's more wives at one man having many wives. So I, I was mm -hmm. just like, sort of like, I'm, I'm open to things that are not Western. So I told him I'm sort of open to that. I didn't think he was really going to do it at year 10. He <laughs> said, we're ready. I, I met a woman. I want you to meet her. Let's go to dinner. I'm ready to add women to our family. I was like, wait a minute. Now we, we're really doing this. I said, I'm not even getting enough sex. So I said, look, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> if you would like to do that, I'm going to do it as well. We can stay married. I love you. He loves me. He's my best friend. My husband is my king. I said, if we're going to do this, I would like to have other partners as well. He said, no, no, no. That's not how we talk. I said, mm -hmm. oh, then we, we, we're still in negotiation. So it took two more years, but we talked about it. And then I went first because he realized it was only equitable. That if he would like to have other partners, we're best friends, we're going to stay together, we're husband and wife, that I should have that as well. So that's how the wow. first one happened, yeah. So listen, Kenya, before we dive any deeper into this, I love how you love to talk about this and I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm sure Kiki can't. We like to play a game with our guests. Let's do it. <laughs> Normally to play. loosen them up, but... 
We all lose something here. Well, she already I, ready. I have my wine just for the game. <laughs> she Go ahead. I'm not going to lie. I'm ready too, but we, we still need to play the game. Okay. So we're going to play. This is just a game, a good old fashioned game of questions. I so Kiki and I are going to ask you a couple of questions mm-hmm. and you'll answer. Some of them are sexual. Ooh. I think all of them are sexual. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Kiki, do you want to go first? You have it pulled up? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay, So the first question I have for you is, what's the first thing that sexually attracts you to someone? Their intellect and their height, as well as their confidence. Mm. Those are good. Those are good. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Where's the weirdest place you've had sex? Um, On a cruise ship bathroom. <laughs> oh, and the bathrooms are small. Y'all uh, 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 family bathroom. Family bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Where on your body is your favorite place to be touched? Um, the back of my neck. Um, the back and my back. Anything on the back side of me. I love ass worship. I really care for that energy directed directly at my like worship for my ass. Yeah. Kiki, I'm just curious to know, where's your favorite place to be touched? You know what's so weird? It's in this little pocket, like not my elbow, but the inside oh. part and behind my knee. The you skin said that is before. just so sensitive. Yeah. And so every time I get that surprise touch there, it just sends a little shiver up my spine and in this little pocket too. My neck. Mine is my clavicle. Like if you nibble on my mm-hmm. clavicles, whoo, mm-hmm. oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, next one. Um, have you ever fantasized about someone else during sex? Is that, a, are all the questions for me? What kind of game is this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Yes, I, I actually teach women to fantasize about others during sex. Um, if you're Really? Ne- oh, yeah. If you're never going to be poly, you got to do something, honey. Now, look at this. I took hmm. my hair down on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. If you could sleep with any celebrity, who would it be? Mm. Um, I like I like uh Jada Jada Smith little boyfriend. He's cute. Is she sharing? August Alcina. Yeah, oh, August Alcina. She oh, said she Jadina. said she has untangled from that entanglement, so I think he might be available. Yeah, or Jadena. Give me one of and those. And I heard two. he's packing. Give me him or Jadena. Come on. Give me yeah, Aubrey like Graham. Jadina. I'll take Aubrey Graham. We know. <clears throat> Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm just, I'm just, you know, making sure they remember. Um, that was my, that was my last one. Do you have any more, Kiki? Um, when was the last time you had a dirty dream? Um, I don't consider them dirty dreams, but the last time I had a sacred sexual dream where I orgasm and had sporting mm. ejaculations, and that's like, I, I like to have them as much as possible. <laughs> Maybe last week, <laughs> two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, always want to have dirty dreams, one. but I don't, I rarely have a dirty dream. When I do have one, I remember every detail and I wake up, I call my best friend and I tell her every detail, but I rarely oh. have them. Okay. Huh. Mm. You got to call them. You have to call them. When you, when you lay on your pillow, you got to call them for it. What do you mean? How do you call them? Oh, sweetheart, you guys don't do your witchy work. When you lay on your pillow at night, <laughs> you can call whatever you want to dream about. You have to ask. You you just say it. You set the intention. I want to dream about this. I really need some hot sex in my dream tonight. I'm calling forth um, Im- images of money or whatever. Whatever you want to dream about. Oh, I'm doing have that you tonight. Ever, 
Kenya, have you ever tried um, a tea that will allow you to have like lucid dreams? I have. Those are very good as well yeah. for that purpose. Yep. Mm -hmm. I got. I got some one time and it took me forever to try it. I tried it maybe, I guess it was a week ago. It was before I had had all these people come to visit. And um, that was a wonderful experience. I can't wait to have some more of that tea tonight. Okay. Good. And then you'll <laughs> set your intention and have the tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I usually don't set my intention. So I'm going to try that. Okay, good. So Kenya K. Stevens, mm -hmm. back to these, this husband. So you guys have the conversation. You at the ten year mark, you guys decided to open your relationship up. Yes, at the ten year mark, we started having the conversation. It took two years, so by year twelve, we opened. I went first because that's how we do the protocol. Mm -hmm. You know, we we mm -hmm. created an entire program where we take couples from monogamy to polyamory, and we did it based on how we did it because it was. So and that's the Progressive Love Academy. That's the Progressive Love Academy and Progressive Love Coaching. Okay. And how long did it take you to start like coaching these other couples? Oh, many, many years. I mean, we had to go through the bumps. I mean, we had to mm -hmm. go through when you transition over to polyamory, it's a whole new world. So you can't, you're not acting the same. You're not doing the same things. You don't spend the same amount of mm -hmm. time with your partner. You have lots of people in your house, different uh, partners. Your partners meet your husband. My, my husband's partners meet me. So it just became a whole new world. So it took time. And sometimes, um, cause you mentioned, and I've watched a lot of your videos and you, you don't like the Western way of learning things, so, but that's how we're all kind of taught to do things. Is it hard to unlearn the tradition? Were you nervous at all? Were you like, I could possibly lose my husband? Yeah, I was nervous as hell. First of all, my mother told me, come home, girl, don't, don't stay with him. You don't have to do that. I said, what? I don't have to have my freedom and do what I want to do and stay married. No, I'll stay here. Thanks, mom. You stay in that trap with your with my dad. I love my mom and dad, but I'm telling you, Western marriage, the way that I've seen it, it really feels like a trap for women and men sometimes. But no, I, I was afraid. I thought, would he leave me for somebody else? I, and I'm a jealous bitch. I'm not a person who just overnight became so compassionate. I had It took time for me to unlearn the jealousy, to heal my insecurity, all of those things. So, what were some of the steps that you took to unlearn those things? Oh my goodness. Now you want to get into my books. And we have 14 <laughs> books on open relating, the art of open relating by my husband, up level communication. Mm -hmm. We've developed thousands of systems since then. And that's what we teach mm -hmm. to our clients who want to do this. When people just say, Oh, I want to be poly or Oh, I want to open a relationship. I want to be swinging. They don't understand what's involved. Oh, so believe me, I understand. <laughs> I got in a relationship like that and they Did didn't know you? what the fuck they were doing. What happened? How and did I hope go? they hear this episode. Oh, it just went horrible. Like the the wife was, she said she was okay with it. And I tried to, since we have this show and we've talked to a lot of educated poly people, I know the questions to ask. And I was like, what are the boundaries? Are you okay with this? You know, mm. if you're saying it's okay for me to kiss him in his mouth, I'm kissing him in his mouth. If you give me the go, I'm doing it. Right. And she agreed that she was okay with certain things. And she really wasn't. Oh. She really wasn't. Oh my goodness. And so how did it end yeah. out? Did it end out that you all just broke up or does he have some support? Because usually people in those scenarios don't talk to anybody else about what's going on. They don't have support, like a therapist or a person who agrees with the lifestyle. It was dramatic. Yeah. I'm sorry you went through that, baby. <laughs> no, it's okay, girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but. <laughs> you 
just move on, you know, bounce back. Know. Okay, so <laughs> when you- so your husband. So when you met your your husband, how did you meet him? Oh, my husband and I met at Howard University. I'm a Howard University graduate, as you, as we talked about. I was psychology at a triple mm-hmm. major. He was getting his MBA. So my husband has two degrees. Okay. And so I met him there on a blind date. And it was just love at first sight. From that moment, we never spent the day apart. And so we really became very tight. You couldn't separate us. Everybody was wondering how to pry us apart for the first 10 years. <laughs> and that's how it was. We started having children. We bought a house. Loved it. Loved him. And so when did you meet the other husband? Oh, I was, oh, honey. <laughs> I was maybe 38, 39. And he was like 31. I've always mm-hmm. liked younger mm-hmm. men. Even when I was married, I would tell my husband, like, we were, t- we were the type of couple to talk about who we like. But even though we weren't poly, we weren't open, but we would say, oh, they're cute or whatever. I always like younger men because my husband's mm-hmm. older. So I've always had also, like, I wanted both. So um, he mm-hmm. was a younger man. I met him. He was going through his divorce and everything like that. But eight years later, here we are. He lives here and he's great friends with my husband. So does your, because I don't know what to say. Which one is the main husband? The husband that you started off with? Yeah. Is it Rakim? Is well, he- that's Rakim. Tall, beautiful, like exotic looking brother with beautiful locks. That's my husband. Okay. And I'm so mm-hmm. proud of him. That's why I talk about him like that. I'm proud of all of my men. Like I will talk mm-hmm. them up. I'm their cheerleader. I will tell them they're fine. I, I'm very feminine in how I relate to them. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yes, that's my husband. My second husband is Tiger. He looks like Tiger Woods, always wears a hat, sort of brown hazelish mm-hmm. eyes. Real pretty. All my men are pretty too now. But so bringing <laughs> him into myself, this. I understand. Bringing him into, bringing Tiger into the situation did he have to, was he okay with it right off the bat? Or was he like, no. wait a minute, what are y'all doing? No. When I introduced, when I told Tiger I was married, which I always do on the first date, like I don't go beyond the first date with a man and not say that I'm married because that's just not going to work. If he finds out later, he's already mm-hmm. having feelings. That's going to be a problem. You see, I have two mm-hmm. things. <laughs> so anyways. What that was I on t- my list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told Tiger that I was married. He thought that I was cheating. Like, oh, you married? Okay, let's get this slippery on the slide. And I said, no, I want oh. you I want you to meet my husband. And he was like, what? And so the day, the second day he met my husband, he thought my husband was going to beat his ass. When he saw my <gasps> husband at 6'3", he walked to the room. Me and Tiger are laying in my bed watching cartoons. And I said, I'm, I'm going to let you meet him. <laughs> and uh, Tiger was like getting up, like thinking they were about to fight. I said, that's not even like that. <laughs> no, he just wants to meet you. And so from then, mm-hmm. it was a slow process to get him acclimated to what was really going on. He was the devil himself. I mean, he was he was the epitome of a cold-hearted, heartless, evil, dirty son of a bitch. A U.S. Marshal describes the worst sadistic sexual serial killer in Texas history. Hello, I'm investigative reporter Robert Riggs, creator of the True Crime Reporter podcast. My law enforcement sources have opened up their confidential case files. Now you can hear their blood-chilling stories. I was couple of feet away from him for a pretty good while and I was speaking with him and his eyes were dead. His eyes had no spark of life, had no humanity in them. There was something wrong with the guy. And I don't mean psychologically, I mean in his creation. You can hear more about this monster when True Crime Reporter premieres September 28th. 
Make sure you don't miss it by subscribing to True Crime Reporter on your favorite podcast app. True Crime Reporter is produced in partnership with Podcast Ad Reps and is a PAR original series. It is so important to take excellent care of your body from the inside out. That's what got me into Native. My Native deodorant doesn't just block odor better, it's made better. Native has ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. It's also vegan and it's never ever tested on animals. Did you know that aluminum is often found in deodorants? Did you know that aluminum is often found in other deodorants and it can plug your sweat glands and keep you from sweating? That's why Native never uses ingredients like aluminum, parabens, sulfates, or talk. Switching to an aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice on odor protection. I know what you're thinking. Native will keep you smelling fresh and feeling fresh all day long. With over 10 scents, including rotating seasonals, Native has something for everyone. Their most popular scents are coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and citrus and herbal. My personal favorite is the lavender and rose. I love anything that you can order online so that we can stay safe without having to be out in the stores and without forgetting things. If you know that you make your shopping list and you're going online to buy, you'll get it when you go to the grocery store, you know. I was super nervous about using natural deodorants. I've said it a million times and I mean it. But with Native, nobody's telling me I smell like a bag of onions. I'm not sweating through clothes, so I know that it works. Native is totally risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. See why so many people love Native and check out the over 14,000 five-star reviews. Native is constantly improving as well. Native now has plastic-free packaging for their deodorants. The plastic-free deodorant is going to be available in five different scents for men and women, coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, charcoal, and citrus and herbal musk. The deodorant will also be shipped in a plastic-free bag made from 100% recycled paper. Gotta take care of the earth. All of this goes hand in hand with the introduction of Native's Plastic Free by 23 initiative that aims to provide sustainable packaging options for all of their products by the end of 2023, which is a huge step. And now for a limited time for all my pumpkin spice ladies and gents out there, there is a scent coming back. Native first introduced the pumpkin spice latte as a novelty scent back in 2017, and now it is one of the most anticipated launches of the year. So if this is what you've been waiting on, you want to smell like fall in your pits, then you need to get the pumpkin spice latte scent. Do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash cocktails or use promo code cocktails at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash cocktails or use promo code cocktails for 20% off your first order. And now let's get back to the show. We were talking about sex with everybody and she was saying no. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious to know, you know, Sharing your energy with two grown ass men, so your sexual energy, are you ever drained? Do you ever feel like, oh my gosh, like what if, what if Rakim wants to fuck with you one night and then Tiger is like, well, I want my turn too. Are there like rules with that? Is it like one dick one night? <laughs> Sweetheart, baby girl, I have more than two men, baby. 
And oh, that's I, right. I forgot you had a boyfriend. <laughs> I would never just have my husbands as my partners. That is not what I desire in my life. I like variety. I like to have different and new experiences. I'm not a person who is mon- wants to be or pretend that I'm monogamous. Humans are not a monogamous species. In terms of sex and women, what I realized when I hit maybe th- how old are y'all? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in my forties. Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. I hit a late thirty-five up, I, my sex mm-hmm. drive increased every year. And wow. as <laughs> in, in my forties, it's like it is voracious. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what I realize is that the more sensuality I allow myself, because women are the receivers. So when I have sex, I'm I'm receiving a gift. I'm mm-hmm. not giving mm-hmm. up pussy. I'm receiving a gift, right? And so that's how I see sex. That's how I teach women to think of sex. I'm tantric. I can have an orgasm without being touched. I'm multi-orgasmic. I have orgasms from my root to my crown. So sex for me energizes me. It makes me more creative. It makes me more harmonious, more relaxed, a better mother, a better lover, a better businesswoman. These are the things that I need. It's like a vitamin for me. This is not draining in the least. <laughs> so you're like, anybody, if, if everybody wants it tonight, everybody's getting it. <laughs> it. Oh, that's when you when I experience sensuality with w- more than one man in one day, it's like an extra boost of vitamin. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that women who haven't heard this or maybe haven't done this may not understand that but that's the nature of the female the Mm -hmm. feminine is wild energy and when it's channeled in that way i just become super creative that's how i run my own company i've never worked for anybody in my entire adult life i i make my own money i I have my own my children in college Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we're very successful like because of sensuality Mm -hmm. it's a spiritual Mm -hmm. energy a battery so what's so, it like with the other women that your husbands or your other partners are dating? Or my husband is dating. There are, there are many women who have moved up to this place where we live in the mountains to be with my husband. So he has an orbit of women who've moved, relocated up to the mountains to be with us and be with our family. I love them. They help me with my business. I employ most of them. (laughs) They work for me. They, they, Mm -hmm. they babysit my kids because I'm going to Cabo for 14 days. I'm telling y'all, these women are my sisters and Mm -hmm. I love them. I really like to introduce my friends to my husbands because I think all women should be surrounded by men who care and allow them to be free and open their sensory, you know, just, this is a spiritual thing for me. We call it a network of love. Mm -hmm. So how would you handle with like your, one of your husbands or boyfriends, no, really husbands dealing with one of his other women and getting them pregnant? How would that work? If they want to have a baby, more power to them. I, I can't. Why would I not want them to experience that if that's what they desire? Mm-hmm. Now, neither of my husbands want babies. Mm-hmm. So that's like out of the question for them. So I really, I guess I can't be honestly tell you how I would feel. Mm-hmm. But when we were in that phase of life and women did want babies, women have become pregnant. Okay. So that's just a mm-hmm. part of having relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, I would add. So, what do do you ladies really want to ask? Like, dig deep. Because I want to ask you about. I do want to ask you about (laughs) protected sex because this sounds. It sounds great. Like, but people sometimes forget, not forget, but don't want to talk about in polygamy, uh, polyamorous relationships. 
There is still that risk of getting an STD when you're out here sleeping with whoever, whenever you want to. Do you have protected sex with your husbands? Oh, every sex I ever have is protected. Everybody has to protect themselves in the way that they see fit. You know, mm -hmm. my everybody in my scenario is fully protected. We have no worries of STDs. Okay. So that's just a choice of how people want to do that. And we have done that in our scenario. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes... <laughs> I'll be honest, protected sex is great, but sometimes I don't want to do that. But I think that if I was in this situation, I probably would just reconsider because there is that risk. I mean, it's that risk when you're having casual sex, even if True. you're not in relationships, you know, it's the same. Right. And everybody has to talk to people and have these conversations and figure out what you're going to do to be to be safe. I want to know about what the sex is like with each of them like is one better i imagine that they're all like different you're getting something different from everybody right because they're all different people but but yes. what are these experiences because i just have this feeling that all of the sex that you're having is great it is great and but this all <laughs> different it's all different like what i've developed and come to understand having sex with you know and having relationships with all of these people is that there's different kinds of sex i've put five mm -hmm. i've found out five different kinds so there's one that's like a womb choice and i write about this in my book but womb choice sex is about like you just want this man you're crazy you treacherous you you'll do anything to ride his dick i mean that's just what you will do you've mm -hmm. been there that's why y'all are laughing because oh know, i'm there right now you... i'm there right now i'm <laughs> i'm making i'm getting on red eye flights almost every weekend to, to okay you will do whatever it takes so that's how Tiger was for me. He's a womb choice. My husband was mm -hmm. never a womb choice for me. He was a crown choice. So our sex was starting with talking and our sex was really about having discussions about the world and politics and spirituality. And, oh, we knew each other in a past life and we stay up all night. That's our sex. That's a sexual experience. And that's how it would usually lead to actual intercourse. There's mm -hmm. other persons who are like my friend, my, ooh, like your, your gay boyfriend, you lay on his shoulder, you telling him your problems. That's a support choice type of sex. I call that a support choice. So there's crown choice, support choice, womb choice, money choice, and soul choice. So those five different types of relationships are what I like to fill my life with. Everybody is giving something different, but I at least need those five things in place. So what does an argument look like? Like, what is the other <laughs> side of this? Like, it's, this is all great. And it's like, ah, all these positive things. What's the other side? What are the, the, the cons? Oh, no. I mean, what, what I turn a con into a pro by developing a communication system. We don't argue. If mm -hmm. we argue, we couldn't all be together. What we do is we vent. If I need to vent, I will let it out. You can look at my videos. I have venting videos on my Instagram page, Progressive Love Academy, but I will vent. If I if I need to go off on my husband, I just ask them. I use the up-level system. I say, hey, I have a vent. I set container. I'm at a level 10. Are y'all willing to hold space? <laughs> if they say no, I, I go talk to somebody else. If they say yes, I let them have it. And then they soothe my ego. We have developed this system because we have so many relationships. We have to be able to let it out, but it doesn't have to be an argument. Mm -hmm. It's just somebody ego venting and they need some soothing. You see that? So every time an argument is about to happen, you're like, okay, pause. Let's use the up-level communication system. No, if I start going off, my husbands will check me. They'll be like, oh, do you need to vent? Because you didn't ask and you didn't say container. 
You skip one, like, two, and three. <laughs> really bad. They will Hold check on. me. My husband have always checked me. That's why I have respect for these men. I respect men who can put that feminine energy and channel it. Like, they're not going to let me go off on them. They'll be like, excuse me. Oh, you had to vent? Well, you need to set container. You need to ask. And if we don't feel like it, you go talk to somebody else. That's it. Sometimes when I get checked, which is rare, but it <laughs> it turns me on. Does it make you want to have sex after that experience once you're done? <laughs> yes. Have a little makeup. Say, okay, I vented. Now come on, eat my pussy. <laughs> I do that. I mean, you can ask for whatever you want in the up level system. After you mm -hmm. vent, you can ask them to give you things for soothing. We have one called a simulation. I can ask for a simulation, which means I'm going to ask them to do whatever I want. Crawl on the floor, hold me in your lap and say, I'm your pretty little girl. Rock me. Mm. Like that's how we deal with communication through mm -hmm. rituals and games. I now, need to study this book to be prepared for whoever comes next. I'm going to say, yes, listen, got this system I've learned about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to grab the book yes. and be like, this is it. It's called <laughs> up-level communication. Can you, uh, can you, you read the container? You skip asking me if you need to you vent. Didn't Here's the book. Me. Do you need to read it again? <laughs> Did you retain the information? Pop quiz. Look, let what me, was step let me one? Tell you. <laughs> let me tell you, I had to teach this to tiger my second husband because he was one of those dudes who thought a woman who have emotion is crazy okay he was one of those dudes who say oh i don't want to hear no problems all i want you to do is be smiling all the time happy all the oh, damn time no. are you kidding me so i i had to like in integrate him into this or else we couldn't be together because i said i'm beyond that i know i'm not crazy emotion is needed if i wasn't emotional i wouldn't be orgasmic either so now what you want mm. Okay. So <laughs> and I'm assuming that uh your two husbands they do the same thing with each other. Do they ever have moments where they're kind of annoyed with each other or have moments of even oh jealousy? God. Yes, my uh, my my second husband Tiger is 10 years younger than my first husband, Rakim. Mm -hmm. 15 years younger. So, uh he one day was saying I don't have no authority with the kids like you do and that's not fair. So they did the up level like everybody does up level. Nobody in my house argues because we have a system that we created to to to, to speak. I'm curious to know what y'all's wills look like. Like if something happens <laughs> to somebody, like is are both of the husbands in each other's wills? Are you in both of their wills? Like how does that part work? Yes, yes we're just we just make sure that everybody's taken care of. My my <laughs> husband's a day trader. Tiger's a day trader, so he knows all about stocks and finances. My husband is a financial major MBA, so mm -hmm. both of them know how to set up documents, taxes, and so forth, so that I and my children are protected. And your children are with Rakim? I have three children with Rakim, and Tiger has one son that I also raise, but he has his ex-wife to thank for that child. Okay. Mm. What do the anniversaries look like? Do you celebrate all together or one-on-one? -on -one? one-on-one -on -one. so on my anniversary with rakim this year he rented me a cabin and we went to a cabin honey. and so this this year on my anniversary with tiger last year he took me to hawaii for our anniversary so we do separate like we're not in a relationship like a thruple mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i have a relationship with rakim i have a relationship with tiger those are two separate relationships how is the scheduling of like spending time together with well, uh, your different yeah. relationships. Are y'all super anal about it? Or is it just kind of like, eh, we go with the flow? 
we go with the flow. First of all, Rakim Sekou has 500 girlfriends. So he's hardly ever here. He's in Cancun with one of them. He went to Miami last week. He's over here. He's in Toronto. My, my, Rakim Sekou is a Gemini. He likes to be free and do what he wants to do. Tiger and me are cancers. So we're just in the house. We're more like homebodies, taking care mm-hmm. of kids, cooking. My husband don't want to do none of that. Hubby won. He wants uh-huh. to be all over the world. So we don't have a scheduling problem. Does he still check in That's with you? Convenient. Or is it oh okay gosh, if you yes. don't hear from him the whole time he's gone? Well, when I was younger, so you have to understand that these things go in stages. So when mm-hmm. I was younger, I was like, nobody can have sex in our marital bed. I don't want any, I don't want you having sex with anybody in this bed. Then that goes away. Like you're like, I don't care where you have sex. Okay. Then, okay. So I may say, oh, you have to call me every day and return every text. And if he does that enough, those training wheels fall away too. Me mm-hmm. and my husband have been married 25 years. I don't have many training wheels needs with him. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to check on me every day. Nothing like that. This man has taken care of me. I have never worked. This man have done his job as a father. This man have taken and have made me free. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's all respect. So he can do what he wants to do for the most part. Now, Tiger's still getting there. He's still being trained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to know, like, what does your extended family think about your lifestyle? Well, what are they going to say? Most of them are divorced. Those people are having concerns <laughs> with cheating. Those people are having concerns with, oh, well, we our health is bad because they're not getting enough sex. Our health is bad because they stressed out and heartbroken. What are they going to say? They need to be learning. Well, I'll I'm tell doing. you what, my, I feel like my family, <laughs> if I, if, if I got into a situation like this, a lifestyle like this, mm-hmm. they, certain people in my family would think I was in a cult. I know that for a oh, fact. Yeah. Really? Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they would associate that behavior with something so different from Christianity mm-hmm. that it would have to be some cult. Yeah, but this is not a cult. This is just we are intelligent enough. We are creative enough. We can step outside the status quo. There's no harm in it. We create our lives. We create the type of life we want. Nobody's in charge of that. Mm-hmm. That's I respect not up that. to Western culture, religion, or somebody to tell me what my life should look like. Sorry, but no. Mm-hmm. So does your what family do your children it? think about it? Uh, my children, well, you got to see my daughter. She's I actually she's talked 19. to her. Sanu. Oh, did you? Sanu. Sanu, did you yes. talk to my daughter? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I want to have her on the show, and I told her that we were going to have you on. She was like, oh, my gosh, I would love it. So I you talked to her. Ha- beautiful. You have to have her on the show. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like to be raised in Polly. We started Polly when she was four years old. And wow. this woman exemplifies what it looks like to be a free woman, confident, understanding men, understanding relationships, not afraid of sexuality. That's my daughter. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. So I'm curious I'm so to happy. know, like with when you're raising a daughter to be so proud of her sexuality, are you still worried about like when she's going to have sex or like, is that even a, or are you like, look, it's your life. You can do what you want to do. Just protect yourself. No. We have to encourage our girls to know their authentic yes and their authentic no. Mm-hmm. We're only teaching girls to think no, 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 no. I taught my daughter to ask, what is your yes? If she came to me and said, oh, my boyfriend tried to kiss me. Did you want him to? Did you like it or no? Are you a no to that or a yes to that? If you're yes to that, do that. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to have pleasure. Give yourself permission. Give yourself pleasure and allow others to give you pleasure when you are a hell yes. That's what I, how I taught my daughter, along with a lot of other things that I teach women all around the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I wish, I wish, honestly, I wish more parents would be more open to teaching 
their sons and their daughters, but especially their daughters, that it's okay to enjoy sex. It's okay not to have this traditional monogamous relationship. You don't have to get married. You don't have to have plenty of kids. Or if you do want to have plenty of kids, that's fine. Like live your life on your terms and figure out what makes you happy. I think that's why a lot of people do end up older, stressed out, unhappy, and not living fulfilling lives. I think that, but I also do think there's a, there's a time and an age to start talking about things like sex. Like, I'm not sure I would just be trying to make my child so sexual or talking about sexuality at such a young age. Like there would be a time and age for me in my household. Well, I mean, not talking about being a young kid. I'm just saying as when you do have those talks, like when they, when you get older and you're a teenager and you're talking to your mom about dating, can I go on this date with this boy or this girl or whoever it is? Like have those conversations, make it more open. Yes. My daughter would tell me everything. And so would my sons, because they knew Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to shame them. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. It's just, you don't want to shame them. You want to teach them and educate them. So let's talk about this boyfriend, because we ain't talked about him much. (laughs) (laughs) How many many boyfriends do you have? (laughs) Many. It's uncountable. But maybe you mean the one you saw on my video, Noble. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. I recently, he recently, yes. So me and Noble have been together for the same amount of years as me and Tiger. I met them on the same night at the same party. So it's so ironic that they have become best friends, but me and Noble, he lived in my house too, before Tiger lived here. So Mm -hmm. Noble is much, much younger than me, but he is somebody who I've really helped cultivate. So that's one thing that women do for men is help cultivate them spiritually mm-hmm. to get them used to emotion and femininity and female, you know, help them clear away their mama issues. Because all these men walk around have mama issues. That's why they're, they don't like women. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I have a special talent of supporting my men in dealing with those deep issues that they don't go to the therapist about. So I worked with Noble a long time. He's my sweetie. When everybody moved into the house, was Rakim like, okay, y'all got to pay some bills? Well, as I said, we've always made lots of money. We, we've always worked online and done our own business and mm-hmm. have 14 books and a publishing company and 35 employees. And we're, mm-hmm. we're very, you know, we've had a lucrative career. So we're not like, everything is not about money. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they don't have the money. When we had Noble, he was a young guy. He's not like, oh yeah, I have this money. No, we were sort mm-hmm. of, that's what we can do with Polly. Like we can be more supportive to each other as humans because we're all bringing something to the table. He mm-hmm. may not have had money, but he had time to teach my son how to do calculus. Mm-hmm. He had time mm-hmm. to take my son to the skate park. He had time to go play basketball with my son, where my husband and I didn't even have that time mm-hmm. with our kids due to work. So mm-hmm. everybody is bringing something different. I think in the Western relationship, women are like, we have to have money, have to have this, he have to have a good personality. He has to have everything because you're only gonna have one. See, for me, everybody don't have to have everything. Mm-hmm. You just have to have what you bring in. Because I have this from over here and I have that from over here. So you see, it it, it makes it more personable relationship-wise. Mm-hmm. And what do, do you, you bring to the table? 
oh my God, I bring my spirituality. I believe in my man's dreams. I believe in my man's dreams so much that they come true, baby. I'm going to be having sex with them and talking them up. Talk those dreams right on from the universe, from the ethers onto this planet. I'm a birther. I'm a mother. I'm a, I am a nurturer. Okay. I'm going to get up and make my man fresh squeeze juice in the morning. So they get that erection. They have their powerful energy. Okay. I don't play games. Like I am a, I am with my men. I am a goddess to them. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's not just about WAP. Now, it's more than WAP. It's a lot of more letters on that. <laughs> but I got it's a lot more letters. <laughs> <laughs> WAP, I-N-G, L-M-N-O-P. <laughs> now, every man I've been with have accomplished their dreams because that's what a woman's power is. And I teach mm-hmm. them how to see a woman's power. A woman's power may not be about being external, but if somebody believes in you, you're going to accomplish your stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a one thing that women don't realize how important that is for men. Hmm. Do now, y'all need to come take some classes at the academy? What y'all doing? <laughs> Girl, you might see an email from me. Right? Um, a little sign up registration. This, you know, I do think... <laughs> whatever's been going on ain't working so i need to learn some new things get some new oh, get some new sweetheart. ideas that i may have never even considered i am irreplaceable to my men they can't go mm-hmm. nowhere and get me and that's what i make in terms of women that's why my daughter and anyone any woman i coach is going to become irreplaceable for men but we're do, know how to do any all of the them other ever stuff. leave no i, I had a, oh, that's I, why you oh, have so many that's why i have so many <laughs> and i don't dump anybody I don't believe uh-huh. in breakups. I, there's no reason for me to break up with anybody. All my friends are my friends for life. What you need? Oh, we haven't talked in six months. Oh, here we we right back. I don't believe in that because if I'm trying to break up with you, that means I'm trying to ignore or break up with a part of myself. You are a part of me. Mm-hmm. And so all of these technologies are what we teach at the academy. Well, hmm. the academy. I'll be blocking people. Fuck a breakup. <laughs> breakup, block, get out of my life. <laughs> So, Kenya, would you say that you love male attention? Yes, I love attention. And that's one thing I taught my daughter as well. Our parents raised us like, oh, you just want attention. Uh, Duh, all humans want attention. (laughs) Uh, Without attention, you die. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so (laughs) I, I have always taught women how to embrace our desire for attention. Yes, we need attention. Yes, we love it. And yes, I need it. I need male attention, female attention, attention for my kids. I like to give attention. It's mm-hmm. urgent. Um, what do the kids call everybody? Obviously, your mom, Rakim is dad. Does everybody, do you come up with other names or they just call everybody by their names? They call them by their first names. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, easy that's- enough. That could mm-hmm. get confusing. You're going to run out of names. Nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. It's really fun. I really love it. It's a lifestyle that I would suggest to any woman. It has saved my life. It has made me younger every day and more vivacious. It it just is something I need. I would never go back. And you really have these two rings on your finger. Yes, I do, baby. I have one from hubby one and one from mm-hmm. hubby two. The big one is hubby one and the little one is hubby two. <laughs> You said little like they not both a big size. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both pretty the big. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So is... when people go to the academy, like, um, how how does that part work? Like, they go to a website, or how do they sign up? And oh, yeah. if, what's and, that whole and, process like? 
what I will do for you is give you a code. If any of your people come to our site, let's call it cocktails, C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S. They can put it in and get 20% off anything I offer. Mm-hmm. It's progressiveloveacademy.com. Progressiveloveacademy.com. And is it online or do you actually meet up? No, no, it's all online. We meet up once a year for a big party for everybody in all cities, but everything is done cyber. Mm-hmm. Uh, progressivelovacademy.com. Mm-hmm. I'm writing down cocktails so I can make the the promo code. For your people. Yes, I'll y'all heard it. Code. Thank we, you for doing. We that. appreciate that. We stay Absolutely. giving y'all good discount codes. Um, we what we're gonna do really quick is we are going to go to Indecisive Diane, and when we come back, Kenya, you are going to help us give advice to some of our listeners. <laughs> okay, can I go get some more wine? Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey, ladies, it's me, Diane, and boy, do I have a place for you this week. Have you ever been to Imperial Fez? It's literally an award-winning dining experience. Go there, check it out. They got belly dancers. Every Wednesday, they have a belly dancing class that you can take. Here's the address. 4790 Peachtree Industrial Boulevard, Suite 204 in North Cross, Georgia. Go there. Okay, and we are back. And now it is time for advice. Remember, if you guys would like to ask us some advice, if you possibly want a guest to answer your questions, email it to us, askcocktails at gmail.com, and maybe we will read it on the show. Okay, Medina, you want to go ahead and ask the first one? I sure will. This one, it says in the subject line, um, help from a digmatized damsel in distress. Hey, Kiki and Medina. Let me just start by saying I'm such a fan of the show. So I'm in a little bit of a pickle, LOL. So I met this guy a few years ago and from day one, the sexual tension was high, but because of relationships and flings on both sides, we never ended up fucking until last year. It was amazing, y'all. The dick was so good and the head was superb. His sex has literally brought me to tears. On top of that, he's fine, funny, and is just an overall good time. Here's the problem. He's dating. She put that in quotations. (laughs) But I know about the girl, but she doesn't know about me. Y'all, this ain't dating. I know I'm just fucking him (laughs) on the side. We've had a few run-ins where I think the girl he's dating has gotten a suspicion about me, but she hasn't done anything. So I'm going to keep fucking him, I guess. The issue is I want him to myself and he's admitted to wanting me too and that she's just a fling. What the hell do I do? Also, Medina, I saw your tweet when you asked girls who were the other woman to DM you. I should have done it because I'm definitely that. P.S. I'm going to leave my IG so y'all can put a face to this story. Signed, a digmatized damsel in distress. That was the perfect oh, advice letter girl. to read with Kenya K. Stevens. <laughs> what you got to say to her? 
Well, first of all, if if I don't understand what the other woman has to do with this scenario, if she's stigmatized and he is open to being with her, it, it doesn't sound like he's married. He has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's dating is Polly. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're not married, you Polly. I don't understand what everybody's talking about and who own who. Nobody own anybody if y'all are dating. Mm-hmm. So if he's not married, that's just he's also dating you. He's dating two people. Mm-hmm. And that has to be okay with you. It doesn't matter whether she knows or not if that's not his wife. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, crying during sex is very healing and very beautiful. I like to cry every time I have sex because that means that you're healing and you're moving energy. Why not just enjoy that? What does this have to do with anybody else? This has mm-hmm. nothing to do with anybody else unless you're trying to lock him down and get him not to be with anyone else. And why are you doing that? You single. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> What is the other advice needed? <laughs> well, I don't know. Cause I kind of disagree a little bit. Like I get that, but sometimes those people be crazy. And so if who? the other woman who is this girlfriend or thinks she's his girlfriend or whatever, who knows what he's telling her and imagine if this, other woman that wrote us our damsel in distress ends up in some sort of situation i think you need to talk to him you're obviously okay with him seeing this other woman and you continuing to fuck him and maybe just let him know like i feel like you're lying to me and i just really need you to be honest because i want to make sure that nobody's running up on me that that i'm not going to be in a compromising position because i'm okay but you need to have a conversation with her so that she can get in line too before it ends up being something crazy. I would hate for you to end up being a weird sex story on snapped or something like that. That's the only thing, but you, nobody owns anybody. You aren't married. Well, here's the deal. And I get it, but people need to be honest. She don't own him, but she does want to own him. She said the issue is verbatim. I want him to myself. So I think if you can't handle him dealing with the other woman, I kind of feel like you should just do that. You know, have him to yourself. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a one woman man. And why do you need him to yourself? Maybe ask yourself that. Right. What is it about having him to yourself that's going to be so different that you want and figure that out? Because it probably ain't going to happen with him. No. But at least you'll know next time. He's partnered. Mm -hmm. His girlfriend. I hope it works out. So tell us how it goes. Yeah. Okay. So I have the next one. This one says possible foursome in the subject line. So she writes, says, Hey y'all, I've been with my girlfriend for almost three years now. We recently were sitting around talking to friends about threesomes. My girlfriend says she wouldn't mind having one. And I've always said, I can't do it if I'm in a relationship. Well, I'm kind of interested now. We have a friend couple, two other women, Um, that I know for a fact one is attracted to me and the other I feel wants to fuck my girl. Why, you ask? Well, one night we were playing fuck, marry, kill, and this bitch said she would kill me and fuck my baby. So ever since then, I just feel as though she real life want to fuck her. Do you think it would be a good idea to have a foursome with them? We're all really cool and have never took it past friendship level. I honestly don't think it would mess up the friendship afterwards either. Here's a picture of all four of us because I know y'all hate when people send pics, (laughs) goofy face. Thanks in advance. Me and my babies are, oh, well, she left a little note. I won't archive it yet if you want to look at the picture. But it's a couple, it's four women, and they want to know if they should have a foursome. What do y'all think? They have to have a conversation first. I, think I mean, no. I, 
my advice is <laughs> not practical, but I think that they should have a conversation first. They should talk about it. Would it mean a relationship? Would it mean something more serious is going to go on now? Would there be expectations? That kind of thing. The only issue with threesomes is that when people do it, they want to do it again and again and again. And so mm -hmm. that turns into things that nobody expected, like a relationship. Well, they want to do it again, but if they're if everyone's friends and it goes south, then it's like you either want to do it again or y'all all fall out. I personally don't like the having sex with close friends. I think that it can ruin a relationship. Somebody might get jealous. Somebody might with y'all. It's all it's four women, so nobody's getting pregnant. But like I, I just feel like it's just such a thin line. It's a thin line. Tread slowly, baby. Girl. Uh, yeah, My, I, I don't. I don't think y'all should do it. I think that if you want to have a threesome or you want to have a foursome, I'm with Medina. Don't do it with your friends. Do it with somebody else because they're your friends. But it, and then it's a friend couple. It's not like it's your single friends or anything like that. I think it's easier when it's your single friends. But that's a lot of different people, different relationships, whether it's like romantic relationships or friendships. Lines are getting blurred and crossed. It just sounds like an entanglement that could end very badly. and. These are your girls. You want to stay friends? Don't do it. Find somebody else. They have yeah. apps for that, too. If y'all are looking for that specific thing, there's a ton of, like, dating apps that are really hookup apps for people who are either single or coupled up that want to meet other people to have sex with specifically sex so it's no gray area to like oh i'm really looking for a serious relationship mm -hmm. like people who play on hinge and bumble and stuff like get on the other ones or hey, sugar daddy meets y'all be on sugar right. daddy meets talking about i'll be your mentor and i want a real relationship nigga this is not what, what that is for <laughs> girl a mentor like, what are you gonna teach me how to do suck your what, dick away like no it like <laughs> true <sighs> Okay. But yeah, good luck to y'all. Right now, if you do it anyway, even though we said dog, they probably already did it. In a cocktail. It's relatively hard new. to deny attraction. It is. I don't, I don't. I don't really suggest that people try to suffocate attraction because it's not going to go anywhere. They're going to end up sneaking away in a bathroom and doing whatever they want anyway. So mm -hmm. Well, I hope you sneak sure. real good because. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask. Ooh. Don't tell. Is so nice sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now it's time for cocktails. Kenya, you remember I told you cocktails are when we share stories about sex, dating, or relationships. Normally ours are embarrassing. They don't have to be, but we share personal stories. Sometimes we read emails from listeners. If you guys have any cocktails you want to share with us, remember to send them at, to cocktails.atl at gmail.com, and we might read it on the show if it's good and juicy. I kind of want Kenya to go first. Do you have a story? Okay. Oh, a story, a sexy story, a story about sex that was really good for me. Yes. Is that yes. it? That, that is it, it girl. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think just the best sex story that I have has to do with, oh, gosh, I should have thought of this prior. <laughs> It's okay. We, you know what? We won't make you go first. We won't make you go first. We'll give you some examples. I'm going to read one that a listener sent in. Okay. 
Okay. The subject line says, he made me squirt. Hey, ladies. Love the show. Thanks for being a much-needed outlet during this week. Now to the cocktail. I just got the dog shit fucked out of me on and off for about 12 hours, y'all. The beginning was a blur because I was so drunk. Although I do remember it being very good. But let's fast forward to waking up this morning to my pussy in a great way to start my day. One thing led to another and my legs are in the air. And he's hitting in all the right spots. Every few strokes he would Every every few strokes, I would feel water dripping out my pussy. That only turned him on. Wait, that only turned him up because next thing I know, it's like a faucet that won't turn off. He wouldn't stop and I couldn't stop. I was squirting everywhere, y'all, over and over and over again. I never squirted before. I'm so jealous. Mm. He had the button and would not let up. Now I know the girls aren't faking it in porn. The bed was soaking wet. (laughs) When I was finished squirting all over the place, he licked every wet part of me, booty hole and all. I'm thinking that was the climax and we've had enough. Wrong. Then he choked me so hard that I creamed all over his dick. (laughs) I couldn't (laughs) breathe, but that shit was turning me on. This man went rounds and wanted to go for more. I had to leave because my pussy was so sore and his bed was covered in my juices. I've only been away from him for four hours and the dick has been calling. Gotta go now. Me and my pussy have to discuss how much more we could take. Love y'all. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That was a good one. That reminds me. That reminds me of a story. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm a super squirter and I have started, I have supported women in becoming squirters. I have a whole class called the deep, deep dive that takes you into squirting if you're not a squirter. So Mm -hmm. that's that. And so I'm a super squirter. I, I'll have 35 orgasms during a round of sex. So that's just where I am sexually and have been for a long time. So I have this younger boyfriend and I can't say his name on the show because he is in Atlanta. (laughs) 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 And he, oh my God, he was in the army or the Navy or something, honey. And he really had a fixation (laughs) with, with ass, with eating and kissing ass, right? And so none of my partners have ever had that sort of fixation. And he has, it's like something he has to do. It's like a fetish. So he and I met at this wonderful place in Atlanta. I was hanging out with my other homegirl. I won't say her name either for the sake of this show. <laughs> but she's big on Instagram. And so we were all hanging out and she liked him. She, you know, when some, when my friend likes my man, that turns me on. That really makes me wet. I'm like, ooh, so you like him too? Okay, because that's I know he's fine, right? All my men are fine. And so it turns me on and makes me really revved up. So I was really revved up with this guy. Um, my little sister lives in Atlanta. She lives in a beautiful high rise in a beautiful million dollar um, buckhead place. And we went to her house because she always lets me hang out at her house and have my little episodes when I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and so she has this huge balcony with this huge day bed on the balcony. We're just looking out over Peachtree Avenue and we sneak into the house. It's 2 a.m. after we have had so much fun with my girlfriend, but she didn't want to come home because she was acting like, oh, I'm too good to go have sex. I'm like, oh, okay, goodbye. He's offered me. You know, like some married women are too good to go have sex with somebody else. Come on. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) and she wanted it, you know? So anyways, we're on my sister's balcony. He is doing everything right with like my anus and my backside. And he knows how to work this kissing and this 
this whole thing is putting me into a state of trance. I'm like, oh my God. I'm, I'm like yelling. I don't know who can hear me on the balcony. Like if the whole Atlanta can hear me. And so he's just taking me in and in. I cannot focus anymore. I go into trance. I go into like speaking tongues. I go into like crazy. Mm. And then now he starts making love with me. That's how he gets women really riled up. Then it's like you have to have it. It's like nothing you could do because you're already in this space. And that's what he did. He made love with me. And we stayed there, woke up on that balcony in the morning and just every of course everything's all wet, but we're just so cozy and warm and it was so beautiful. The sister squirter. I'm so <laughs> that jealous. was a good story. <laughs> I yes. am too, because um I haven't had sex in a while. So <laughs> My story is kind of short and mine is a little bit more embarrassing as, oh. you know, usual. So I was really horny one day and I'm like going through my phone. I like to record myself having sex. Um, I like to watch it back later. I really, really enjoy it. So I'm watching these videos of like these different guys I've, I've had sex with. And I was trying to pick my favorite one. And then whichever video was my favorite video, I was going to send it to the guy who was in the video and be like, remember this night. And start my sexting conversation and get my pictures or whatever else I wanted and masturbate and go to sleep, right? So I'm looking through a video. I pick out the video that I like. It was a, it was an excellent time. Fabulous sex. So I'm like, I'm typing and I'm like sending the message. I send the video and I'm still typing, right? Problem was the guy has a very popular name and apparently have lots of them in my phone. And I accidentally text the wrong person with the <laughs> same name who is somebody who I had, well, probably had a professional relationship with some time ago. Not like uh, anything too like stuffy. Like this guy is a DJ, not the guy in the video, but it's an old friend of mine. Was your totally face in it? Was my, no, my face wasn't in it. Um, it was backshot mania, like Cass Facts would say. <laughs> it was just like ass, cheeks, dick. I would yeah, be so mortified. Anyway, but he, he has my number. Like, I'm sure he would think it was me. So I sent it to him and I was like, wow, well, really embarrassed. Definitely meant to send that to somebody else. And then I just blocked his number because I didn't want to see his response. And... That's my cocktail. So you got to be more careful. But honestly, <laughs> the video was good. I hope he was able to enjoy it. Um, who knows? Were you drunk? <laughs> What'll happen to you? But... <laughs> no, I wasn't drunk. They have the same name. Oh. So I, they have the exact same name. It's a very common name. First name and last name. And usually what, I don't know why. Because, you know, usually on, like, your iPhone, it'll tell you, like, the people that you've contacted more recently first. Mm -hmm. I usually look at the phone number just to double check because I can be paranoid about stuff like that. Like, I still can't believe I told my mom I couldn't find my vibrator and how pissed off I was. And I sent this long message and I thought I was texting somebody else. But anyway, yeah, I sent it to him. But, oh, well. Ooh. Shit happens. Life goes on. I'm still here. And <laughs> well it was a good video. Kenya, that's thank a good you. story. That's a great story. That was Thanks embarrassing. I would die. I don't know how I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. Like I would be laying in the bed. Why? Because like, I'd be worried about. I think are you I gonna, would feel that are way. Are you going to send bad it one. to someone else? My thing would be: Are you going to send it to someone else and be like, "Look what the fuck Kiki just sent me"? But how is the other person really going to know it's Kiki? They won't. I'm just telling you what I would be thinking. That's oh. what I'd be thinking. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Well, oh well. I have a very noticeable <laughs> ratchet tattoo on my side. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> very. <laughs> That's, that's funny well that's it for the show today you guys thanks so much for listening Kenya thanks so much for joining us today we really enjoyed you tell everybody where they can find you online your social media website again and all that good stuff absolutely progressive love academy is instagram juju mama is twitter you can just google progressive love academy go to progressiveloveacademy.com if you want to get into my courses use cocktails c-o-c-k-t-a-l-e-s all capital if you want 20 percent off of any of my classes and courses including the one on female ejaculation baby well thank you so much (laughs) okay you guys as always remember to check us out on patreon for the bonus content new episodes every single monday and then also make sure that you are following us on instagram we are at cocktails podcast i'm at kiki said so and i'm at coffee bean dean and until next week you guys goodbye. goodbye i'm sorry but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.